last time on Join the Party. Val, Aggie, and Milo talk out their options with Dr. Morrow. Will they be a secret strike force or a full-fledged superheroes with masks and capes and everything? Dr. Morrow tries to ease their fears, ensuring that, regardless of which avenue they choose, their private identities will be protected, as well as having her support. She introduces the party to Dez, the gravel-voiced research and development engineer on staff, who introduces some wild items to complement their choices. As each character looks back on their own past, Milo receiving a comic book from his dad around the time he was adopted, one of the many times Aggie saves her younger siblings from danger, and teenage Val fighting bullies on the streets of New York. They decide to pull on the mask and be crime-fighting superheroes. So, who needs crime fought? Do you? Let's get the party started. The three of you are standing around a tree in the historic Lake Town District. It kind of looks like a regular tree. It's lost all of its leaves, uh, blowing away in the harsh upstate New York wind. October is finally bearing down, and you're going to have to wear like a jacket over your sweater if you're going to go outside now. There might be snow. Who knows? But it's, you almost feel like it's coming. It's like inside of your teeth and your bones now. And it's 11 p.m. and you're standing in front of a tree and you do not understand what you have to do next. We flash back 24 hours ago in Dr. Morrow's cabin where she has laid out blueprints of Laketon with the nephew's super secret underground lair pretty much underneath everything. I know ice cream money can't pay for a lair like this. What was this? Sure, you know the ice cream money. It's it's, it's dirty money. It's all sticky. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely what they mean by dirty money, you sweet, sweet summer child. Oh, is that what they mean by money laundering too? Yes, that's cleaning the money. Exactly right. They're actually they're actually made of cotton. I don't know if you knew that, but the currency <laughs> is really like fiber based, not really paper Jesus. based. So. Aggie, this is an incredible point. Everyone knows this isn't butter pecan, or it's some kind of genetically modified butter pecan. <laughs> I, I don't get the joke. You're you're right. It's not ice cream money. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I was thinking about putting a bunch of money in a washing machine, and I got distracted. But let, let's we gotta pull back. Let's pull back. Uh, if you guys are gonna get distracted like this, should I like set up a whiteboard or something? I would love myself. a whiteboard. Thank you for always thinking ahead. Yeah, that'd be great. Dez presses a button on their metal prosthesis, and it's just like, it's a purple, like, hard light whiteboard. It's like a like a smart board now you could draw on it. I love Dez so much. So, Dr. Morrow continues. This wasn't here recently. Aggie, you make a good point. I don't know. It wasn't there during the last land survey that we've done throughout the city. It, this was built recently, and we don't know how, and we don't know why. We just know that it's bad. 
Aggie, can you make a history check? Yeah. Uh, an eight. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been some construction in historic Laketon, but nothing major. Usually it was just like to fix a, like a lighting pole or put in uh, the first stop sign. The first stop sign? Yeah, <laughs> it was a really big deal. Sign. Ordinarily, you wouldn't need stop signs, but then the city lobbied, and then it was putting the first stop sign, and it was a huge deal. That's wild. There was a clam bake to celebrate it. So proud. (laughs) As you can see, we don't have an entrance or an exit, but we do have an idea that there could be a hidden one somewhere. Maybe just take a look around. See if you see anything strange. What I need you three to do before we can give you tights and a domino mask and even cooler uh, weapons for you to fight crime with, uh, we need to clean up the goon element here. We can't have nephews running around when we're, I don't know, trying to capture a snow ape running around in the tundra of the woods or something. Is that a thing we're going to have to do? It is concerning that you know, you know, your first thought goes to snow ape and not, I don't know, robbers or something. No, we're, we're going above and beyond that. There is a, listen, we can, I don't want to speculate on supervillains. I'm not the great comic, I'm not the great comic book publisher, um, action stories. <laughs> Nailed it. So close to copyright infringement there, but it's, all right. <laughs> Listen, don't tell them that I talked about them. They, they're very litigious. Um, but yeah, I just go off of what I, what I know. I'm sure there's a snow ape running around somewhere. So you three, get in there, figure out what's going on, where, how, how this is made, and uh, clean up the mess. And don't worry. I'm sure that you won't have a rocky road. Wow. Uh, Wowza. Gonna move right past that one. Um, what do we do when we apprehend them? Uh that's a good question. I don't know. What do you what do you guys want to do? I mean, turn them over to the police, ideally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah. Was that not your first instinct? Do we have to explain anything? Do we put a note on their chest like a lost child? <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, if you you tie them up, call nine one one, and then write a little note. They'll love that. I don't think they will love that, but I will take your word for it. You don't have like a secret like like f- red phone that goes directly to the chief of police or anything. People have red phones to call me. I don't have red phones to call them. <laughs> okay. Aggie's a little starstruck. That's a really good line. It's very good. <laughs> No question. Milo, I could give you a red phone to call me whenever you'd like. I would love oh, a red don't, phone. Don't do not that. It's not an actual red phone. I guess you could just, in your phone, you can put a contact that says red phone. Well, if you're not going to give me a red phone, then I don't want a phone. Well, on your actual phone. <laughs> I'm not going phone... to buy you a Samsung and then <laughs> my only, I'm the only contact in it. My phone's not red, so I don't, I don't know what we're doing here. But if the contact said red phone, you would know what it is and then it would be like a secret. We could just get him, like, a red case for his phone. Just a thought. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I could mail. Oh, yeah. But then it would call other people. It wouldn't be a phone directly to you. So what's the point? All right. 
I can get you a burr. There could be a burr. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Milo, I will buy you a Cricut wireless burner. I will paint it red. I will give it to you. And now then when I give it to you, I'll say, only use this for emergencies, but then I'll wink. How's that? I, I would love that. Yeah. Okay. Remind me in like two weeks. Just give me two weeks. In two weeks, remind me about this. Okay. And he take, Milo takes out his phone and types a note in. <laughs> Brandon, I expect you to write this down as a note, so you remind me in two weeks. Oh, I already am. Okay, good. Can I take a look at the plans before we leave and investigate them? Yeah, absolutely. All of you can do an investigation check on the plans. Okay. Ooh, that's a good roll. That is a 14 for me. I got a 15 plus one for a 16. Nice. And if you'll recall, Eric, with my super power, I do get more details when I inspect floor plans or the exteriors of buildings. That's right. That's a good point. That is the best power of all time. Thank you, Brandon. I rolled an 18, but minus one, so it's a 17. Okay, so 17, and Milo got a 16, but Aggie, you got your 14. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's start with Aggie, and then you two, I will give you details as you go through, so you will not be surprised about what's happening. But Aggie, Great. you can ask one question while you're still in front of Dr. Morrow in the flashback. Yeah, where's the best place to enter this maze? Great question. We have a run on a tree. Aggie, have you noticed any strange-looking trees? Like, you know when they take... Uh, cell phone towers and they put branches on them to make it seem like it's a tree sure it's on it's on i-90 yeah 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 you oh, you you know the one um do, have you seen anything like this around i mean there's the tree that's definitely dead and no one's chopped it down there's that one mm. yeah start with that okay it's right outside the library so let's uh let's meet there tomorrow night sure I've never been to the library. Can you give me directions? How? You are the nerdiest person I have ever met in my entire life. How have you never been to a library? I'm I'm a fandom nerd, not like a... I thought Brandon meant that specific library. I'm like, okay, well, he goes to the Industry City one, obviously. <laughs> Do you know where Maz is? It's, it's like four doors down. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. Oh, no, they took down the sign of Maz, so he might, he, he might not recognize that. I know where I know where Maz is. Thank okay, you wait. It, it looks different now. It just kind of looks like a building. So just want to make everybody aware. All right. So before we hop back to the present, is there anything that you you explicitly want to do immediately after leaving Doctor Morrow's before you all go home, go to sleep, whatever? Hmm. I would like to try to find out more about Doctor Morrow in terms of like how trustworthy they are and if they're legit. That's a good question. So I'm giving all of you a flashback for you to use during this mission. So whenever there is an opportunity, like you wanted to prepare something or you wish that you had done something during the day before this mission, I'll give you the opportunity to like do one skills check, set up a situation, and you have to use like a certain, uh, expend a certain amount of your HP depending on how much, uh, how involved it is or not. We're pulling this from Blades of the Dark game nerds out there it's like oh no brad pitt's trapped in the casino however will he get out oh wait earlier today george clooney paid off a guy exactly so that's how you do it in like a heist but this could be like oh i bought this thing or oh i talked to this guy or i intimidated this person like something you would do the day before 
Uh, so, Brandon, for this specific thing, if you are in a situation where you need to know this, you can yep. set up you talking to the spirit who you met in the museum. But now, as you're leaving, if you just want, like, want to talk to someone, or I'll just let you do an insight check. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I think I will save like the big one for later if I need it. But I think on the way out, yeah, I'll talk to January and ask them, like, hey, January, do you like your job? Like, are you treated well? Are you? Is this a good place? Is this a good workplace? Do I need to call OSHA? <laughs> All right, roll an inside check. That one went off my table. Go get it. Well. <laughs> oh, no. That's not good. I do have a plus five to insight, and that still gives me a nine. <laughs> oh, right. buddy. Um. Okay. So remember, insight is just how well you are seeing into their soul. Like you have to just believe what they tell you or not. You know what I'm. Right. You know what I'm saying. So yep. with a nine, I think January would say, "Yeah, I I love Doctor Morrow. I I don't know who else would hire a rabbit and then bring them to consciousness and then treat them like they were a partner and a peer. Uh, you know, I don't. It's hard. <laughs> you know, it's strange. But you know, my people we're really endangered in this area, uh, especially just the way the climate change goes. You know, my, my fur doesn't change. If, if it is snowy or not snowy and I'm still brown or white, you know, they could really get attacked by predators. And Dr. Morrow brought me in and gave me a purpose. Yeah. She's great. I know you think she's great too. I, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I mean, I got that, that T-shirt from her tour in 89 um, handed down to me. Oh yeah, that's vintage. That's when she she did like a ro- like an old style like World's Fair road show and showed yeah. off all of her stuff. It was exactly. called the World's Fair Two, but this time I'm doing it by Dr. Morrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. I heard it was wild. I wish I could have been old enough to see it for myself. But um, that's great to hear. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you like. I'm glad that you like living here. Hey, I'm glad. I know that she can be pushy sometimes, and it's just, it's actually just really cerebral, but I'm glad that you're doing what you can to make the world better. Thanks. And he, like, hops over to you and, like, nuzzles you a little bit and then hops away. (gasps) How soft is January? Pretty freaking soft. But I will say it's, like, fur is soft, but also that's a good suit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's, like, supple. It's really supple fabric. Yes, some Italian wool. Yeah. Only the best. I also like the implication of what you just said there is Dr. Morrow hired a rabbit and then awoke it. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I need I need someone to help around the house. Let me just get this rabbit. Ooh, the rabbit kind of needs a little bit of intelligence, huh? All right. Well, it's awakened now. And now I have a, a man servant, a, she a was, bunny servant. She was choosing the rabbit first. And then she's like, I'm going to awaken this thing. But first I need to pick the rabbit I'm going to do. Okay, There's okay, like a year of cutscenes where she's just like, January, get me tea! And it's just a cuts to a rabbit. Just <laughs> eating <laughs> some grass. Okay, so now we're back to the present. And the three of you are standing around this dead tree. And uh, Aggie, you notice that there's one branch on the dead tree that looks still alive. So do we think we should pull this branch? Val's already pulling it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, so you pull the branch, and from the middle of the trunk is a keypad. And it says password. 
and there are five digits. It's like a 1980s laptop, just like folds out of the trunk, and it says password, and then the five digits in like the green on green. It's green. The likelihood of it being ice cream is very low, right? Probably. Okay. It would only be ice CR, but I thought right. of that too. But like I was saying, you know, if you take out the E's and the A's and the whatnot, then you could probably spell ice cream, right? Is it like a flavor of ice cream, do you think? No, mint. Mint needs another yeah, letter. He counts on her fingers a lot of flavors. <laughs> uh, we are also dealing with um, with like teenage boys, so it could be four twenty sixty nine. Who knows? It could just be penis. You are correct. It could just be boobs. <laughs> Can we try penis? How do we feel about using penis? I I feel like boobs first is a better bet. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I. Let's uh, let's try it. Do we have an indication that if we put the wrong password in, some alarm is going to go off somewhere? Yeah. Can I um, investigate the keypad to see if any of the letters are more worn than others? That's very good. I'll do an investigation check. Uh, 16. The eights and the zeros are very worn. <laughs> it's boobs. You got it right. I can't believe it. Good job, guys. I type in 80085. That was the most pained I've ever seen you look, Eric. <laughs> Eric looks like he had a really bad meal. It's not It's not even that. It's just like, uh, here's a little peek behind the screen here. Sometimes you make puzzles and you see what your players do. <laughs> and then you say like, oh, that's such a good idea. I really like that. So you guys were suggesting I had like ice cream ideas and I had like really sweet things for Moz, but Brandon made a very good point that they're idiot boys. So <laughs> I rolled to see if it was going to be a lewd password or not lewd password and I rolled an eight. And then I rolled against Amanda's intelligence check to see if they could disguise the fact that they were putting it, that in. And I rolled a four. So I'm just like, yes, it's boobs. <laughs> there we go. I love the background. Incredible. Thank you for that. Like you knew originally it was like Moz or something and then someone reprogrammed it because they couldn't remember it and yeah. it would be like boobs. W-F-F-L-E. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't wait to the after party. I Great. To tell Thank you, you for that. that. All right. So I type it in. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Classic Yabby move. Yabby. Really yes. gymmed it up. Really gymmed it up. He really, he really gymmed it up. He was a real Jim Jam. <laughs> so, as you, I assume this is all just in character. I find that very funny. Yes. Yeah, so you, as you're talking about that, yeah, the trunk of this dead tree just kind of descends into the ground. And you see, and then it goes, as stairs just, like, pop out of the, like, spiral that the platform lowering down has created. So we're basically stepping into a tree trunk that contains now a spiral staircase. Yes. Extremely cool. I've always wanted to do this. What do you think the likelihood of Keebler elves in I would say is? very low. It, okay. So we definitely have to do the crime thing then? Yeah. If anyone's hungry, we should deal with that now. <laughs> Did everyone not eat a full tray of lasagna before they came here? Or was that just <laughs> me? I really need to get on your like meal, your dinner distribution. Listen, I burn network. a lot of calories, you know, vibrating and stuff. And sometimes you just need to eat. You have to, you have to carb up. No, I, I'm jealous. That okay. sounds great. All right. Val seems like the kind of person who like forgets to eat, and is like, "Oh, I haven't eaten in 26 hours," and then eats an entire <laughs> lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um. 
Eric, as we go down the stairs, um, can I roll a stealth check to see if either of the other two see me put on my Batman mask? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll a stealth check. Can I roll perception, I guess? I did get a 17. Oh, I'm going to roll perception. I have a zero to perception, so this will be fun. I did get a natural 20, though. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so. Oh, my God. You, like, know the make and model of this mask and where I got it from. I'm like, the fucking George Clooney mask? Are you serious? <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. We're, we're heisting. I, 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 I thought we might... I, I didn't want to be on the internet again. You, oh, you understand. Oh, so if there's pictures, they're just going to be like, look at this ghost Batman who came and broke into a tree underground. That's a good point. It's already That's, pretty you're well. You're already anyway. going to already be on the internet, my bud. Yeah, and Mila slides the mask off. There we go. Thank you. You will get cooler masks eventually if we do this job well. So, I don't know if there's any cooler masks than Batman, but whatever. Okay. So uh, I have a flashlight. I can go first. And if we see any danger coming, just, uh, I don't know, make a, make a low noise because I feel like element of surprise is the important thing for us here. Can I do a flashback? Yeah, Julia, what uh, would Val like to do during the day? I would like to contact River Greens. Ooh. Amazing. Okay, how would you like to contact them? I have his phone number, I think. I took okay, his cool. I took his student ID. That's what I did. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> right. Okay. I'm going to show up to his, his dorm then. Okay, yes. <laughs> if you want to show up to his dorm, uh you will have to give up 20% of your HP. Yeah, that's fine. I could do that. All right, cool. How many uh HP is that for you? So, I have 32 uh, yeah, so just do give up seven. Okay, cool. Uh, so that means I'm down to 25. Wonderful. Okay. Still more than me. Yep. Still more than me. So yeah, you go to SUNY LTC, and I feel like you're just saying, yeah, you're, just, you're at his dorm. Uh, you're rapping on, on his uh Just on his pounding dorm on it. Oh, oh. And there's like a bunch of rummaging, and there's just like the smell of Kush is really just coming through. <laughs> Listen, you gotta share if you got weed in there. No. Yes. Open no, the door. No. Open the door. Uh, who is it? Open the door. <laughs> okay. Is he uh, River Greens? Opens the door. He's wearing like a bucket hat right now and a Dave Matthews <laughs> t-shirt. Yes. Uh, that tie-dyed. Yes. It's from the the uh Crash Into Me tour. Wait, can <sighs> we can we do a little round robin here as to the posters on the wall? Oh yeah, absolutely. Amanda, you go first. It's definitely the Pink Soap Fight Club poster. Perfect. Oh, just took mine. Uh Bob Marley. I mean, there's got to be that Godfather or Scarface poster in every mm -hmm. male college mm -hmm. dorm. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, there's that poster that's always that one of those two women kissing. Yeah. Do you okay. know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's one really specific one uh -huh. that's, mm -hmm. yeah. It's in like oh, yeah. black and white. I know. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. River Greens has opened the door and behind him is the two other college students who was with him in the in the woods and they both just everyone just freezes Val just looks at him like are you too useful are you too <laughs> useful uh, one of them puts a bong down and the other one is holding their breath perceptively <laughs> <laughs> that is not an answer to my question you can exhale the smoke now <sighs> no 
You're not useful. Okay, you can no. leave then. Goodbye. Okay. Bye, River. <laughs> Two of them run out. Incredible. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, um, person for the woods. What's up? All right. You seem like a nerd. You seem like you have some technological understanding of things. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. I, I did make a bong from an apple once. <laughs> that is not the kind really of quality of work I'm looking for, not the craftsmanship I am looking for, but I appreciate it nonetheless. I didn't hear that clearly. I definitely thought you said, I bought my bong from Apple, though. <laughs> I need to know if there are people in a certain vicinity of me sometime in the near future. And because, you know, everyone's got a cell phone nowadays and everyone always has it on their person, I think you're the kind of person who could, you know, be able to tell if there are other cell phones in the immediate area. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, interesting. All right, so what, Val, what do you want? Val wants to create, like, like be able to track phones within the vicinity so they know if they're coming upon a person underground. Wonderful. Okay. Cool. That's, That's interesting. Awesome. This is a tall order for yes. a college student. Um, make a... I wish there was like a technology role. We can do Arcana. Yeah, I was going to say, do an Arcana role. Uh, with a DC 15, you'll get something that helps you. Okay. With a DC 20, you'll get the thing you're looking for. Okay. I got an 18. Damn, that was cool. Okay, cool. With an 18, you'll be like, uh, you know, I'm not... That's smart, but I, can, I I have something that might be able to help you out. Okay. And he takes out walkie-talkies. They look like they're modified from... <laughs> it's like someone got them surplus from a construction site, but then, like, spray-painted them, like, party colors. <laughs> and it's Jesus. just, like, party talkie on it. Oh, oh. boy. All what right, do you bud. use that for? <laughs> I, do I want to know what you have been using these for? It's to talk to each other in loud parties. If you're separated, then you can all meet up and do sick things together. Oh, okay, because, you know, people sometimes get uh, social anxiety at parties because it gets too loud and overstimulating. Got it. All right, let's do it. Um, well, the thing is, is that if you're not on the right channel, you can hear other people's conversations. So he switches, like, the channel, and it's picking up, like, the security, the oh. campus security. Ooh. And they're like... Yeah, I got him. They're running down to the dining hall. I can catch him there. <laughs> What's happening? It's a, uh, they all smell like, super duper smell like weed. I got him. Val's going to take them out of his hands and be like, thank you for your service. I will return them in a fortnight. No, it's fine. You can just keep them. <laughs> okay, just don't come even back. better. <laughs> I can't all promise right. I won't come back, though. You got to fucking behave yourself. No, please don't come back. <laughs> Was that Val trying to connect with the kids by saying Fortnite? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Amazing. All right, so Val, you have these walkie-talkies. I would say that he gave you two. Okay. So they are just regular walkie-talkies, and also I'll let you do another Arcana check for you to pick up, like, the radio frequencies that they might be using. I'm going to give it to someone else who might have a higher intelligence than me, then. Oh, I have plus three to Arcana. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to hand one of them to Milo and explain what they do as much as I can. Why is it painted and say party talkie on it? Because it's for parties. (laughs) Did you not go to to college? I think you probably went to college. 
I didn't. I didn't go out. My, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. okay. Hey, it's Amanda. I feel like you're either the kind of person who, when you find an item of clothing that works for you, buys it in every color, or you're a person who has yet to hear the wisdom that when you find an item of clothing you really like, you should definitely buy it in every color. This mid-roll is brought to you by T-shirt dresses. Thank you to Kim and Grant, who joined our Patreon this week. We say it every single week on The Multitude Shows, but we're truly grateful for each and every one of you who takes the time to support us on Patreon. As an independent business, this is how we make money, and we're able to do this as our jobs. And as a thank you, we produce a ton of bonus content like bloopers, NPC backstories, character playlists, which Eric published last week that January made for each of our characters. They are truly incredible. And tons more from both Campaign 2 and Campaign 1. So today is a great day to join us on Patreon for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash join the party pod. Are you doing anything this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern? No? Well, we're putting on a multitude digital live show, so now you do have plans. 25% of all sales from this event will be donated to the Black Lives Matter Global Network. All of the multitude hosts will be performing a new mix of segments and also old faves. And trust me, this is not something you're going to want to miss. Head over to multitude.productions slash digital live to buy your ticket now. And if you can't make the live stream or if you're listening to this in the future, you can go to that same link and get a VOD copy, a copy of the video that you can play back to watch afterwards. Support a great cause and enjoy our patented podcast variety show at multitude.productions slash digital live. We are sponsored this week by HeroForge. HeroForge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. This means you can customize your character's haircut, body proportions, armor, clothing, accessories, even their animal familiars and their mounts. And you can even add dice to your order, which I wish I didn't know, because now I'm going to go do that. Go visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And check back often because they add new stuff every week. That's HeroForge.com. And finally, we're sponsored by BetterHelp, a secure online counseling service. BetterHelp connects you with licensed counselors through their secure app, letting you message with your therapist and schedule live phone or video sessions. I really appreciate that you can change counselors if you need to with no penalty, no fee. It's definitely not how it works in traditional counseling. And it's even more affordable than traditional counseling is. Plus, they even have financial aid available. So take advantage of their ability to text with your therapist and to do phone and video messages now. Sign up at betterhelp.com slash join the party for 10% off your first month of counseling. That's betterhelp.com slash join the party. Betterhelp.com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show. For both Val and Milo, you know where you are. So this is like this entrance hallway. Mm -hmm. And there is like a main hallway that leads to the rest of the underground area. And there are a few different like just general larger rooms branching off from there. Okay. It's more of a bunker than it is like a hideout. There's not like a garage in one one area. It's just like there's one big room and there's another big room and there's one secret entrance from the tree. Oh man, this is just like Goldeneye. That, that's a James Bond movie, yes? <laughs> well, I, yeah, I meant the video game, but yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> so yeah, you need to go down uh, one hallway, and then there you take a left, and then it kind of branches off into two like larger rooms. All right, do we want to use the walkie-talkies real quick just to check to see who's around? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, both of you make arcana checks. Uh, I rolled a 14 minus one, so it's a 13. Okay, cool. I rolled a 13 plus three for 16. Hell yeah, glad I gave it to Ooh, you. Ooh, hell yeah, okay. Yeah, so Val, you're switching around on all the channels and you can't really hear anything. Okay. But uh, Milo, you are switching around and you hear one channel. You get to the, the back end of a conversation and you hear one of the, a guy go, I don't know what, do we still need to stand here? Over? You don't have, you don't have to say over every time. It's a walkie-talkie, I know that. Yes, you do. Just stand there, it's you. Just, we're on high alert, so you three stand in the hallway. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be in the back. Okay. I uh, relay all that information to my teammates. Well, there's a there back go. part that is good to know. And if we don't see anybody in this hallway, there must be another hallway. Hmm. Okay. When we were looking at the plans, did we get a sense of how extensive this is? Does it seem like it's just the two rooms in one hallway, or did we see more evidence of a bigger footprint? So there's there's like an L shape, which is uh, the entrance coming down, and there's a hallway, and then you take a left, and there's another hallway, and then there are theoretically two rooms on the end there. Okay. I guess let's head toward the back then. Okay. You guys poke around the corner, and you see that there are three guys just standing there in various states of alert. <laughs> it's like they've been standing there for a while, and they're like looking down their shoes and like messing with each other and like pushing each other a little bit. So there's just three guys standing there. Hmm. Is there like a door that we have to get through? Hmm. Make a perception check. Everyone make a perception check. Okay. Well, I got a seven, so. Nine. Also a nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the end of the <laughs> hallway, gang. there is a. You know what? The, I'll, can, I, can I use luck point? Yeah, use luck point. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end That's of a better. hallway, at, <laughs> at the end of this hallway, it just takes a right. So you cannot see uh, where it leads. Uh, what if we put one of the walkie-talkies back by the entrance and use the other one and turn it up really loud and then use the other one to sound like we are someone at the entrance? Oh, I like past that. us, we can try to get them as they pass. Yeah, that I like that. Or we don't even have to get them. If we can sneak past them, if, exactly. if Milo makes us all into shadow people like he did at the bank. Yeah. You yeah, know. we can. Or, that's a sorry, Milo, was that not you? Am I getting confused? With sorry, somebody else yeah, I'm sorry. Was that, was that another shadow person oh, yeah, with a, a panther? Point. Yeah, uh, I definitely can't do that. And then uh, <laughs> Wink. Milo starts getting prepared to, <laughs> to cast the spell. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. So you want to cast Pass Without Trace first? Yes. I think we should do that first, yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, Milo, you can cast Pass Without Trace. And uh, please roll in your spirit surge. Holy shit, I got a one. Yes. Uh, oh my god. I mean, it's bad, but also it's fun. Well, it could be good. Um, we don't know. So Pass Without a Trace will give you a plus 10 bonus to stealth checks, by the Great. way. Great. And uh, we leave no tracks or other traces of our past. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Oh my god. Oh god. I'm so nervous. Please roll a d10. Oh, sweet baby Big Jesus. Money. Give us a good one. Big money. Eight. Oh, no. Eric's laughing. I don't know. I don't okay. like that. I hate when he laughs. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, <So> no. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, Milo, you cast Pass Without Trace. You connect with the spirit realm. You put your two hands on Val. I get and- consent first. Yes. You may touch <laughs> yes. me. It is okay. <laughs> you put your uh, hands on them. And all of and you look down, and all of you just look like shadowy. To you, it's like your opacity got turned down. Mm-hmm. And now you can pass without trace. And uh, both of you, you start smelling smoke, and where Milo is touching you is getting very hot. I step back. Milo, you look down, and everything on your body, your all of your clothes are smoking. And you see that little embers are popping up around like a campfire is starting. Brandon, for the next minute, everything you're touching is just on fire. And you see that like the hand that comes out of the portal in your chest, it makes the motion like it's turning on a Zippo lighter. It like flips it open and sparks it. And then you just go, and everything you're touching is aflame. Uh, uh, this has never happened before. You are New plan, let's on run fire. toward the back. Yeah, you guys <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I think at um, this point, you are on fire, and that is very intimidating slash distracting. So let's do that. Yeah, yeah Milo, they'll run, think in, it, run they, in circles, tire them out. They can't see me, so um, I'm going to stand here, and they're going to think it's a fire, and you guys go. How about you also light them on fire? Just a great suggestion yeah, by yeah, me. Yeah. Just, just their clothes. There's a fire extinguisher outside. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Stop, drop, and roll. It's all good. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. <laughs> you don't have to stop, drop, and roll. You are not in pain, correct? Just to clarify. No, it's just weird. Great. Let's make sure those guys catch on fire then. It's the appearance of fire, but not actually burning them, right? Um, Milo, you're not getting hurt. However. Those men would. These are actually on fire. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So I'm going to gingerly walk towards a space where there's nothing flammable. <laughs> And then I'm going to place a walkie-talkie down, and I'm going to say, all right, someone yell fire in the walkie-talkie, and then we'll go. Val just goes, fire, and then runs. You look down at the walkie-talkie, and it is mel- and it is now melted. So oh, when Val no. says fire, it's like, <laughs> That's oh, enough, no. right? Yeah, it's probably fine. Oh, let's just run. Okay. What a good idea. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. You hear one of the one of the guys around the corner goes, Hey, do you go do you smell something? And you're like, Yeah, oh there's fire. And they run towards Milo. And like, oh, it's a fire. We have to go get oh, what do we do? Why is there a fire down there? And they're just <laughs> yelling. So I need the two of you to make uh, stealth checks. I got a nat twenty. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> that's a twenty-six. I got a 31, technically. Amazing. So, yeah, they don't notice you two at all. Val and, and Aggie, they just run past you. They're running, and they're like, oh, what What did Yabby tell us? What were we supposed to do? What, do we stop, drop, and roll if we see fire? What is there fire? <laughs> yes, and I'm going to start doing, like, jumping jacks to make sure make the fire seem like it's getting bigger. <laughs> no, it's growing. It's growing. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to roll. This is important. Val and Aggie are down the hallway. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yell over my shoulder, trying to replicate the goon I fought earlier. Oh, get out of here, guys. Uh, make a charisma roll. <laughs> no, guys. Uh, 19. Ooh. Plus. No plus, minus. 18. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 18 does it. So I need to roll about whether or not these guys follow directions enough 
that they're going to leave. But with an 18, I'm going to make the DC 15. So they need to make charisma checks, and they all have zero for charisma. They need to roll above a 15 to stay with Milo. Because Milo, I'm telling this to you as Brandon. Brandon, this is only happening for a minute. And then eventually, it's just right. going to be you. Yeah. Well, that gives us, what, five turns? I, I think we can get it done. Yeah. Or 10 turns, because it turned to six seconds. Yes. Is that right? All right? Yeah, yeah. So I rolled a four, an 11, and a natural 20. Ooh, <laughs> oh no. So two of the guys book it. They're like, oh, we have, to go, we have to go get the water from outside. We're getting the water from the lake. And they run out. They're looking for like a bucket. And then one of the guys is like, I know, I can just smother it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to do a flashback. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so my flashback is going to be a planning session between me and Tuna in the night before. Okay. So we're going to make plans for every possible contingency we can think of because the only two people in the world that we can count on is each other. <laughs> and even Tuna's 50-50 on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Um, a couple of the moves we came up with is like Tuna sits behind someone's ankles and I push them over and they trip. Or um, this is an adorable. Yeah, some other ones that I can't think of right now, but that's the one <laughs> that sure, Tuna's sure. going to remember what to do. So I'm going to use my wild companion and call on Tuna. Okay, give me first of all, give me ten percent of your HP. I think like trying to get Tuna to pay attention is enough for ten percent of it of your HP. Yeah, it's fair. It is twenty one, so we'll take two or three away. I guess that's pretty close. Yeah, just yeah. do two, two HP. Okay. So the idea is that like I don't have to tell Tuna what to do. I just call on Tuna and they assess the situation and they like go to plan F for fire or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So now make an animal handling check to see if Tuna was paying attention. <laughs> because this is in the flashback. Like Tuna is like stalking around your room and like you don't know if Tuna and like cats, you don't know if they're actually listening to you or not listening to you. <laughs> Uh, I got 14 plus 5 for 19. Nice. All right. So 19, nice. Tuna's like, okay, f- wh- when would there be fire? That doesn't. <laughs> I don't know, Tuna, but if there's a fire underground, we're all going to be screwed. So why don't you listen? The only fire I care about is the fire that warms up milk. No. <laughs> 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 but Tuna was paying attention. So when we flash back, so now you do the do the wild shape, and uh, this goon is about to smother you. So I'm going to do a grappling check. They're going to grapple against each other about whether or not Tuna can distract this guy. Great. Yeah, and I kind of want Tuna to like try to push them over so they hit their head and like go unconscious. Conk them out. Best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tuna headbutts him in the butt. What's Tuna's dex? Plus two. Okay. So, yeah, you see Tuna poofs behind the guy and he's trying to, like, sneak up on him and jumps on him and goes, Row! and he goes, ah! and he falls over a ton. <laughs> All three of you are now just in a dog pile. Pardon the joke. <laughs> he is now trying to smother you, like, with his... Like with a fire blanket? Yeah, like a fire blanket. He's trying to put you out just with his whole body. Also, Tuna did push him into the fire. So, Milo, you take three points of damage, but uh, this goon takes five points of damage. Nice. And Tuna is now distracting him. He's now, like, confused. So let's go to Aggie and Val. Just running. So you're running You're running down. So uh, you get to, you take a right, and you're at the end of this hallway, and there are three rooms. Are the doors open to any of these rooms? Yeah, is there light? Is there noise that we can uh, sense? Both of you make a perception check. 17. Uh, 16. Okay, in all three of them, it doesn't seem like anybody is in there. 
On the one on the left, which is like a storeroom that has lights on, you know that there is actually nobody in there. Okay. The other two, you're not sure if you just can't hear anything or there isn't someone in there, but you know that the guy on the on the walkie-talkie is in one of these rooms. Mm-hmm. That's all I can give you from Stan if you don't want to approach the two doors. Split them up? One second. Do you... Hmm. How do you feel about stealing stuff from bad people? Great. That's my favorite thing to do. Awesome. Let's go raid their, <laughs> their storage real quick because they had some cool goo guns and stuff before, and I think that would be fun. Yeah, let's run in there. Amazing. Okay, this is a very nice-looking storeroom. I don't know which of them is, like, a Marie Kondo aficionado (laughs) or just really loves Ikea, but, like, everything is on pegboards. Incredible. (laughs) I want to live here. There's just, like, a lot of, like, nefarious things. There's, like, rope and, like, the shields and some of the stuff that you saw from, like, the bank robbery. Is there something specific that you you two are looking for? I feel like one of those shields would be kind of cool. We could use it as, like, a battering ram style that could be fun yeah and i think any kind of detection equipment uh, night vision goggles um sonar like sensory radar type thing okay both of you make investigation checks like thermal imaging yeah i got a 15 a non-natural 20 nice wonderful okay val you see that they also have some of those ray guns that you saw from the bank robbery Uh, and Aggie, as you are looking around, and I don't think that they would have, like, thermal detection or, like, night vision because they're kind of just, like, goons. Like, they're not that sophisticated. They only need the things that they need. But you do see that, like, there's a lot of scientific stuff in here. Yeah. Like, weapons. Like, you're looking at, you see that there's, like, the ray gun that Val was talking about, and they have, the, like, the shield, and there was that jetpack, and you don't really understand, and then you see on the shield... On the inside, there's instructions. It seems like it's just like a wrought iron shield that just like, you're supposed to just hold it up. But then you look at the instructions and it's like, to the idiots. One, (laughs) hold up the shield. Two, don't get hurt. Duh. And then below it where there would be like a name, it's like there are three lines that look like a river. It's fucking river. I know it. River greens. I'll grab the shield. If you hold the shield, you get plus two to your AC. All right. In the instructions, there's like a thing below it that says, if you don't want to carry the shield, one, jam it in the ground. Two, don't get hurt. So you can like jam it into the ground and use it as cover, which oh, gives cool. people a disadvantage on attacks against you if you jam it in the ground. Hell yeah. And it's, it's surprisingly lightweight for something that's supposed to be like wrought iron. Tight. Can I have one of those sick ray guns then, Eric, please? Yeah, you can grab a ray gun. I would like a ray gun. Yeah, it's surprisingly heavy, hmm. but it's, see, there's another set of instructions that it says, one, pull trigger, two, poof. <laughs> Is this the same kind of ray gun that was in the briefcase that I carried to the First National? Ooh, that's a good question, because I did talk about the weight. Um, roll an investigation check. Okay. It's a 16 minus one for a 15. The weight seems similar. Okay, interesting. You can't say this. for sure, but this is uh, you. You felt this before. Yeah. All right, let's go back to the man on fire and my Milo. <laughs> so the man is on fire. Can and... I do a quick flashback? Oh yeah, Aggie, do a flashback. So I would like to flash back to that morning. Aggie got up a little bit earlier than usual and got double her usual order at Mountain News. Um, <laughs> and two newspapers went over to <laughs> exactly. It went over to the the police station. 
And mm. she walks in to see Brian Roper on duty and sort of was like, oh, hey, like you got you got five minutes, like come outside. I, I they gave me double coffee. So I thought I'd bring one over for you. <laughs> he mimes adjusting his suspenders with his thumbs <laughs> as he stands up and be like, oh, Aggie. Um, listen, Brian, I am going to be doing a inspection tonight and I might flush out accidentally some ne'er-do-wells. So I don't know if you would find it appropriate to park outside the library, I don't know, about 11.10, and you see some kids running at you, well, just ask them, like, one question, and I think they'll admit to some criminal activity pretty quickly. Amazing. Roll charisma with advantage. Dumb teens. You can do uh, persuasion as well. It's only an 11. Okay, with 11. Yeah, Officer Roper takes the coffee and the bagel and, and the uh, the Aggie blotter from you. He looks at it and be like, you know, Aggie, this seems, more, this seems a lot more like your beat. You picking up uh, just ne'er-do-wells running around. I, I see easy... it right. I read the Aggie blotter every week. You don't want easy callers. <laughs> that's that's on you. I'm just, I was just giving you a heads up, man. All right. I'll, uh, I'll th- all right. What time? Let's say 11.05. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Milo, you're dealing with this guy just on top of you, and tuna is on top. You're like struggling. It's a tuna sandwich, you might oh, say. Geez. Oh, Yeah, it is. Open yeah. Face. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, you hear freeze, LDCPD. And then you hear oof as you just like shoulder check, as someone shoulder checks the guy off of you. <laughs> And you see there's this cop who's Brian, like... Brian, this is not what we talked about. <laughs> there's this cop just standing over you like, what? what is happening? And Milo, you look down and you are naked except for uh, your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Am I visible though? Because I still have passed without trace on. Oh, that's right. Uh, roll, roll stealth. Well, I got a 17 plus 2 is 19 plus 10 is 29. Hey. Oh, wow. He's just like staring down at you. And I freeze because I don't know if you can see me or not. This this cop is like, I was there a cat here? He's like (laughs) looking around and Milo, he does not see you. But Milo, you are nearly naked. (laughs) That is confirmed. I bet there's some clothes in the storeroom. And cold. I'm a little chilly. Uh, Officer Roper is dealing with the goon who is on top of you. So, yeah, you can uh, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to slip back past them and, and go back to join my friends. Yeah, so you see Songs the two... close. <laughs> yeah, you're running over there, and then Milo is standing there just in his underwear. I think I uh. saw a jumpsuit in there. <laughs> <laughs> what is your underwear made out of that it was the only thing that didn't burn off your body? It's it's um, Batman-inspired underwear. It's bulletproof. Jesus, it's my, flame-proof. my man. <laughs> my God, That's a Kevlar dude. underwear. That's very it's cool. Kevlar underwear. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah. There is a jumpsuit in the storeroom if you want to pop that on. Yeah. I immediately, quickly, and shamefully put the jumpsuit on. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. What's it look like? Uh, it's just like a mechanics jumpsuit. You can see okay. that, like, there's some rudimentary costumes in here, but it's just like sweatshirts with big hoods and, like, <laughs> and this is a mechanics outfit that just says Steve's on it. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, the other two doors. 
We yeah, could just kick just them open down them at the same see time. What happens. I mean, Let's everyone else is dealt with. All right, cool. Yeah. So I'll I'll take the far one. Val, you want to take the middle one? Yeah. Okay. And we'll uh, we'll kick it down on three. Yeah. I, both of you make an attack roll against these doors. Sure. I'd like to go into a rage before I enter, if that's cool. Smart. Cool. Uh, I got a three, so I'm going to re-roll with a luck point. Why am I rolling so many nat 20s? What is happening? Dang. <laughs> Damn. I got a 19. All right, Val. Val, you kick open the, <laughs> you kick open the middle door, and it just like, poof. It's like you're in a karate movie. It just like opens up, and then you're, oh, and... <laughs> A body crumpling to the floor, and you look around, and it's Yabby from the yeah. bank heist. He's like, "Oh, what? Why would you do this to me?" I... <laughs> Eat dirt, Yabby. So dumb. Don't make sexist passwords. <laughs> I didn't. How did you know I put boobs? <laughs> Who else would it have been? Uh, any of us. We all thought it was. We all thought it was funny. Can I just uh, put him immediately into like a sleeper hold or something? Yeah, grapple them. Cool. We'll do, let's, we'll do a grapple check. It's just a strength check, right? Yeah, and I can use dex. Cool. And I get an advantage on that. Jesus, what is happening? Do you get another next net Yes! 20? Dang. I I rolled a natural one. Okay. <laughs> you immediately just get him in a hold. I don't know. Describe what this looks like to me. It's just like I got him up in a... Uh, like a full Nelson. Like my arms are under his armpits and then mm. holding him around the neck. With a Val backpack. Yeah. Adorable. And you can, you, uh, Val, you can just easily carrying him around if you'd yeah. like. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I think immediately he's just like, don't, don't, uh, I'll give you whatever you want. Just don't go in there. Oh, well, we're going in there, guys. No, I told you not to. Please Yabby, don't go in there. Yeah, he gave please. us the perfect place to go. So we're going in there. <laughs> please don't. Was there anything in my room? Yeah, with a 19, you kick open the door. So yeah, the uh, the rest of the hideout down there seems to be like it was dug out. There is like rudimentary trying to put like an underground base together. But this is really, like it seems new. It's shining. It's like chrome everywhere. And it's freezing in there. It's like someone built a walk-in freezer just attached to the rest of the this underground bunker. And Yabby is like thrashing against Val. Like, don't, don't, don't go in there. Please don't go in there. When you walk into an underground freezer, you would think you would see like hanging steaks, like meat, like in a Rocky movie. But there's only one thing in here. At the far side of the room, in a large cylindrical, I guess, container is the only way to describe it. With her hands pressed up against the glass. And peacefully laying there is what looks to be a 65-year-old woman with gray hair tied up in a bandana. And Aggie, this is Ma of Ma's Ice Cream Shop. No! No, don't! I, it's, it looks a lot worse. We're trying to help her. It looks a lot worse than you think it looks like. It looks real bad. Is she sick? What are you doing? Of course she's sick. We didn't know what to do. Oh, yes, she's sick. You didn't think to go to the foremost scientist in the world with this problem? Yeah, because Dr. Mar was going to listen to the nephews, just like it's always been. Yeah, she would. No, she wouldn't. I know that she wouldn't. You want to bet? Yes. No, don't, no, don't contact, no. 
you see that he like he's he realizes that he's yelling and he like catches himself and you look over to the cylindrical container and Ma's eyes open. <gasps> Creepy. And she says What? Have I how I didn't mean to I didn't mean to sleep this long. I thought I was just I was just trying to nap. Oh. What's what's happening? Is this did I get stuck in the in the walk-in freezer again? Oh, no. <laughs> Ma'am, I, I believe your nephews were trying to help you and preserve your life. Would you like us to seek medical attention for you? Aggie! Aggie, it's so good to see you. I have you've grown. You're you're so I don't know if you you look good. You look so good. I mean I miss I miss your chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we haven't, I haven't got a chance to really get my hands into the bakery in a, in a while. Can you tell your friend to put him down, please? No. Yabby just, he doesn't, he talks, he, even I know, I think he just talks too much. Ma, I, I believe that they've kept you here against your will. I, I, we're here to, to rescue you, and I, I want to ask you before I do something rash, but we are working with Dr. Morrow on, on some revitalization projects, and I, I think she could, she could help. That stuck-up asshole. I mean, if it's a stuck-up asshole who will save your life, then, you know. The boys were just trying to help. I know that they were. I... It's fine. It's fr- it looks bad, but it, it's really fine. Can you let him go? First off, apologies, ma'am, but no, because he is very loud, and I'm worried he's going to run off and make things worse. Um, Yabby, will you stay where you are? And Yabby just very, like, he's just looking down at his shoes, and he's just like, he's like, yeah, yeah, ma, I will. See, he said he was going to stay. Val just whispers in his ear, I will destroy you if you do anything bad. I I'm will not go- destroy you. Yeah, okay, no, I Okay, will. great. I'm letting okay. you go now. Yeah, I mean, then, yeah, I like the idea that, like, you're not that much taller than him when you had him, like, six inches I'm off the ground. I'm probably shorter than him, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. And he just, like, he lands on the ground and then goes and, like, stands over in the corner. And Val continues, like, ma'am, I don't want to speak out of turn or anything, but I also know that like selling ice cream cannot usually afford this level of technology that's hanging out in here. So this isn't, it's not ice cream money. I can tell you. Yes, I can. I can see that. I know how much money an ice cream person makes. (laughs) Where, where did all of this come from? I have a question for you. If you'll indulge an old woman who's seen a lot, this is this honestly, Wonderful. I love I love this. What are you three doing here? Usually I don't prefer for my questions to be answered with a question. Fair, but also I'm the woman in an ice tray, so I think maybe you'll afford me the kindness. I'm not about to afford kindness to people who have, you know, in the past tried to run me over with ice cream trucks or, um, you rob know, a bank. rob banks while I was there trying to buy a chair. In general, 
not feeling super generous right now to kind of sum it up for you. I'm sure you're a very nice lady, ma'am, and I respect that and I respect your age and what you, you know, bring to our community, but I would like answers. Well, that's fair. You seem like we, we would make a great pair, you and I, ice cream and pizza. <laughs> Concerning that, okay. I just got, I got the, are you not of an Italian descent? So I that means I have to make pizza? Okay. I have family from Sicily, right from, they were from Sicily. <laughs> tip of the boot. They're right on the tip of the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously my, my boys can't afford this. They've done their best quite a lot, but they, they had help. That's true. Ma, don't tell! Ma, don't well, tell! I, what did I say about you speaking again, huh? Uh, yeah, he looks jacked out of the floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I know. The jig is up, Gabby. Most of you are in jail. It's they're, they're here for a reason. My boys got help from the only ones who would help them out. They... When you're down, when no one else will help you, the tide, regardless, rushes in. The water flows down from upstate, from upland, and down. And the people's river is here to wash everything away. Val, make a dexterity check for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's the opposite spectrum of the <laughs> rolls I've been rolling. That's a one. Oh, Val, thank you. You feel a Yabby move, like, move out of your range. And he, like, slaps something on the wall, and he takes his hand away, and there is a blue button with the case pulled up, and it goes, whir, whir, whir. Uh-huh. A voice comes over, just like a PA system, and it says, Ma, escape plan activated. And there's a, <laughs> as the the cylindrical container, it's hydraulics up. And then you see that from the ground, the cylindrical container had metal legs attached. Oh, no. And two compartments, like, bust out of the cylindrical body. And there are two arms. Oh, my God. God damn it. And, like, they power up and... And... Then there's a countdown. This is five, four, three. And the mech that Ma is turns towards the wall of the freezer. She turns around and waves to you three and says, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Don't be too hard on the boys. Three, two. And then Officer Brian Roper just runs into the room. He says, Lake Town... Lake Town City, Pete. What is that? One. And the mech just busts through the ceiling like Super Mario, just like leading with the fist, and it jumps through the ceiling of the walk-in freezer. And there's just like a big hole leading up into the beautiful October night sky. Why does ice cream keep fucking me? What the hell?